good night, whatever time of the day you're receiving this. I pray you are truly receiving this journey in your highest. And what I mean by that is that you're accepting it in the deepest, darkest, lightest, brightest part of yourself. In the part of you that maybe you've never allowed yourself to go to. In the part of you that maybe you cannot wait to experience. In the part of you that maybe you've forgotten about. But I pray that this journey is taking you there. I pray that this journey is making you dig 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 to the deepest parts of you but also I pray that this journey is making you feel lifted is making you feel light is making you feel bright and the truth of the matter is in this type of journey sometimes it can feel worse before it gets better but I want to promise you that we get there we actually do we get to see the light And we have to remember and sometimes recognise that we would never see the stars. We wouldn't see them if it wasn't for the darkness. So I pray that this journey has taken you into your own darkness. is somehow allowing you to revisit your own wounds and your own scars. And it's allowing you to say, hey, hey, amongst, amongst, sorry, those wounds and those scars there are stars there is a twinkle of light and even if it's just a twinkle I pray you keep reaching for that and if you feel like you're in the tunnel but at the end you're seeing that beam of light I pray you run towards it it is a gift to dig into yourself to see beyond your own beautiful and let it come out It's crazy that as I do these podcasts, I'm being asked to reach deeper and deeper and deeper into myself. And I've expressed this before, that I outlined the questions for every day. But I didn't know exactly what the conversation was going to be daily because I just like to have um, an authenticity. Like, I like to be authentic and have a real conversation in real time to how I'm feeling and how... The lesson is coming through me because I truly believe that anything I do is coming from God. So I set my intention, like, let me deliver a message that they need to hear, you know. Let me visit a part of my truth that I need to uncover. And we've arrived at day 11, so we're over halfway. Congratulations, queens or kings. And today we're asking the question... Has my idea of love changed? And when I woke up and looked at this question, I was like, oh, but I really got nothing to share in my diary on this. Um, So I go back through my logs of how things that I've written over the years. And for me, I recognise now as to why I've been so strong. And in the last couple of years, I experienced a lot of things. As a matter of fact, life has always given us things. And one thing that I've found that has really helped me is I write. So sometimes I go through something, I come out and I'm like, are you numb? Like, did you not feel anything? Like, T, are you okay? 
But the truth of the matter is through that process, I've been writing and writing and writing and finding ways to get things out. And sometimes I write and send it to people. Other times I write and it's just, listen, books and books and notes and notes in my phone or in my notebook. But what I've come to realise is that's my healing. Because everything that happens to us, it happens on the inside. And so when we don't get these feelings, you know, out of us, whether that is by us speaking, whether that is by us writing, whether that is by us waking up every day and doing physical exercise, energy, getting things moving within us, it just stays in us and it becomes matter. And what matter looks like, it can look like sickness. It can look like injuries. Because we are carrying energy. And so when we're not transforming that energy, it becomes something it has to. Because those of us that know about energy, energy doesn't die. What does it do? It just transforms. And that's why, by the grace of God, I am always trying to be in the process of doing something physical. I'm always trying to be in the process of getting people in a room and making them physically move. Because it's another way of healing. It's another way of allowing things matter, things that come inside of you to get out. Our body is amazing, like so amazing, that injuries will show up to tell us, pain will show up, sickness will show up to say to us, hey, 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 hey you, hey you, baby boo, something's going on that you need to deal with. But you see what happens is some of us get lost in the idea of, okay, I'm sick or okay, I'm injured. I can't move now. But what your body is communicating to you is, listen, something is guarding with you. Address it so we can move. Because remember, life is always working for you. And you're probably thinking, well, what has this got to do with love? And the question of today, has my idea of love changed? You know, sometimes it can look like we're loving ourselves on the surface, on the outside. Because we're doing things that perspectively look like we're loving ourselves. We're waking up, we're going to work, we're waking up, we're showing up for the kids or a husband. You know, we're doing what needs to be done perspectively on the outside. But we're not doing what needs to be done on the inside. We're not asking ourselves, how do we feel Sometimes we're not even doing things for the greater good of us by choice. We're actually doing things just to look good to others. Just to show up for others. If I present myself like this, if I move like this, it will make me look like I've got it all together when really I'm falling the fuck apart. I don't apologise for how I share share with swear words or how I feel because it's just how I feel it. And so I pray that in listening, you accept me for who I am as I am. Because guess what? I accept me for who I am as I am. And I'm okay with me because I choose to sit with me and say, baby girl, why do you feel that like that? So my point is, I reached an age in my life where I remember being a child and feeling like, you know what? You just grow up and you're just loved. And I'm I'm grateful for that. Do you want to know why? Because it just shows how much I was loved as a child. It showed that love was a lifestyle to me. I just believed in love and I just felt that love just was a birthright. It was just a given and everybody was loved and I just still believed that. 
But when I met a different side of love, as I grew and I went through my first relationship and interaction with friendships, and I thought, oh shit, love hurts. I didn't receive the kind of love when I was a child that meant love hurt, apart from losing people through death. And actually, although love hurt, when I lost people through death, I actually loved love more. Because I realised that as people died, I never lost them. I felt closer to them than ever, ever before. And one of the biggest losses that I experienced as a child through death, I was just five. And I experienced two big losses just six weeks apart. And so... My relationship with life and death was, I experienced it very, very young, and then it seemed like years of death. And in my family, the way that death comes, it just comes close, and it comes thick, and it comes heavy, so we might have just back-to-back deaths, and they're close. And so I just learned to dance with the idea of, like, okay, wow, this really is a part of life, you know? And so I made a decision real young that I'm going to just love. I'm going to just love. I'm going to just love. Despite how much it hurts, I'm going to just love. And I'm saying all of this to say that what I'm about to share with you today really is very personal, and it really was a journey that I had to go on. And... It was a journey of love that I never really thought that I would experience because when you make up your mind about love sometimes, you just pray that it goes the way that it is. And and because I had been used to losing people, I had been used to understanding that love changes and and love grows you and love asks you to expand and love asks you to revisit who you think you are and what you think about things. I felt like I was doing my best to do that. But let me tell you, Life had a way of hitting me off guard and I had to readdress the way that I love, you know. I'd reached a point in my life where I felt like, yeah, you know, I can change. I understand that love changes you, love grows you and I felt like I was going with the changes. But I also had made some decisions that, you know what, I'm going to love some people from a distance and that was the healthiest decision for me. And at that point in my life, at this point in my life, at this particular part, which I'm going to share with you, love hit me off guard. It really did. And I had to revisit my ideas of love again. Because love comes with contrast. It does come with contrast. It does come with conflict. And I'm asking you today, has your idea of love changed? I want you to specifically look at the way that you loved as a child to now. Has that changed? My idea of love as a child was very pure. You know, it was just, we just love, we just love, and then we, we grow up and someone just loves us, and, they, and then we just live happily ever after. It really was fairy taleish, but I'm grateful for that. Whereas some people may have experienced more abuse as a child, so their love, their idea of love was like, love hurts you. You get what I mean? And, and so you just have to allow yourself to go there. And if asking this question brings up anything for you, I ask you to just hold on to you. Reach for those stars that I spoke about in the beginning. And the other question that I want you to really look at is in the last two years specifically, go to five, even if it makes a difference. Has your idea of love changed? And and write down, you know, your actual vision. What did love look like to you as a child? What did... What does love look like to you now in comparison to that? 
because I know we've already looked at the idea of love, but I'm asking you to compare. And if you already know that there is something in you, a situation that happened that completely changed your idea of love, then, you know, go to there, ask what happened, write down what happened, look at how it changed you, why it changed you. And I just wanted to say as well that I read a book a few years ago and it was called A Course in Miracles Made Easy. And at the beginning of this book, the author suggests that everyone, everything and everyone is either, everybody's action is either a call for love or an act of love. Nothing in this world exists outside of that. And whoa, that was a crazy idea for me to swallow. But I love that now. Imagine just thinking that everything that everyone does is either a call for love or an act of love. So my question is, when we then go through things, whether good or bad, maybe if we could just say to ourselves, hey, is that person responding from an act of love or is that person responding from a call of love? And if it is a call for love, then maybe we have to ask ourselves, are we willing to respond to that call? Because the truth of the matter is people are either doing things out of faith or fear. And sometimes if love has affected us in a bad way, then we may act towards others with fear. We may be in relationships based on fear. We may withhold our love. We may hold back our love just because we don't want to get hurt. But when we're in the process of just loving love, just faith, just just being good, do you know how much love we have to give? Regardless to the situations, regardless to the pain, we just have so much love to give. We can just ooze with love. And amongst everything, I pray we get back to that place. I pray we get back to that place of taking off the layers and just oozing with love, just beaming with love, just giving so much love. So here we go. This was a letter that I wrote to my father. Around three years ago, I lost my grandparents three weeks apart. And my relationship with my grandmother, it wasn't that close towards, not really towards the end, we got close again, but I had created and accepted our distance as much as she had created and accepted our distance. And my grandfather, I loved him very daily. I was almost very... I was more closer to him and he didn't live in this country but they so happened to die three weeks apart and they were my father's mother and father and it was a relationship with love that really hit me off guard and this was a letter that I wrote to my father when they passed. I simply could not be prouder or shout it any louder just how simply amazing it is to be your daughter. That morning I received a message from him and it said, I woke up with no mum or dad, but I got up. And it was just two minutes before reading that message that I had opened my eyes. And it was as if my grandparents had channeled me a message. And it simply said, perhaps death is not the end, but it's simply the beginning. I rolled over and said, thank you. I really didn't want to smile today because I felt so pent up but that one message truly made my soul open up. You see, family, it's not just the people we choose, but they are also the direct mirrors that define you. 
And sometimes in life we spend forever running from who we are. But these deaths, these patterns, these events in these weeks have pulled me up in every single one of my tracks and said, stop. Stop running and start accepting. You see, I found this relationship with my gran in the deepest, darkest corner, tucked in my side, tucked away so deep in the back, pushed back so far that I thought it was sealed with concrete. But what do you know? I found it. I dug it out one day as I watched her sleep. And I asked the Lord, listen, if you're out there and you can hear me speak, please, please show me, please, please tell me, what did this mirror of my grandma come to teach? And that day on, that one day, when I walked into her house, I knew in my heart it would be the last day that I saw her there. And my body ran ice cold and my feet ran stiff. But I listened to the Lord and I saw my grand reach. She put out her hand for me. Wait, her hand for me? And I swear like a pain that I had never ever encountered before, I broke. Since when and whenever did you ever need me? But I knew it was my time to make peace. I'm sorry, I didn't realise that rereading this would bring up raw feelings. And there's a part of me that would delete this and be like, you know what, keep it together, T. But the truth is, behind these screens, behind this podcast, I'm a real person. I'm a real ass woman, and it's something that I live by that your truth. Sometimes it will take you places you're not ready for. This is out of the letter. This is just me speaking to you, heart to heart, soul to soul, person to person. And it doesn't matter how much work you do. It doesn't matter how many times you go through some things. You just really will go through some things. I just pray you allow your feelings, you allow yourself to feel. You allow yourself to just be. You just allow yourself to love. I said, please tell me, what did this mirror of my grandma come to teach? And on that day when I walked into her house and I knew it would be the last day, I saw her there. My body ran ice cold and my feet ran stiff. But I listened to the Lord and I saw my grand reach. She put out her hand for me, her hand for me. And I swear, like a pain I haven't ever encountered before, I literally broke. Since when and whenever did she ever need me? But I knew it was the time to make my peace. That concrete block broke, it tore, it shattered in pieces and became ice. And every damn thing started to flow. (laughs) The irony is happening again. Hmm. The tears, the blood, the thoughts, and what do you know? I actually felt a connection. Wait, whoa, (laughs) a connection. I'm sharing this with you because until now, I thought my connection with my gram was for me. Was for you, sorry, because I'm writing this to my dad. Was for you. But I knew this was for me. I knew this was my journey, my story, my testimony, my chapter with my granny. 
It was that moment that I decided to make my peace. I realized I had no choice. And that was, sorry, I realized I had a choice. And that was that I could watch her go and take all of my thoughts to the grave. Or I could just express, I could forgive, I could love. And guess what? I chose love. I chose forgiveness. I chose not just to love, but to give. I chose to give everything that I wished as a child she would have given to me. And it was then, exactly then, that I realised just maybe, just maybe she didn't know how to. Just maybe she never actually failed me as a grand, as a person or as a woman. But instead, she actually made me so much of who I am. And it was then, it was then that I realised I had been running from the rock. From the strength that I had somehow become. I had been running from just letting go. And I chose to hold on. (laughs) Just like her, her just like me, the same. So I took out the Bible to lean into some faith to lean into God because I know we were both scared to lean into each other but we weren't scared to lean into God because just like her and where she's just like me we knew if there was one man one being one thing that we could depend on that was light that was God I didn't know then like I know now but she needed me and I needed her and in that moment we both needed something we both needed God so we prayed and her pain eased away and her hand relaxed. And it was then that I felt we both felt safe. I swallowed real hard and then I spoke. Granny, I may never have told you this before, but I love you, we love you, we thank you and we forgive you. And I almost choked on the words myself, but I said it. And it was never, ever, ever something I thought that I would say, but I meant it, I felt it, I loved it. And for me, it was my offering of love, my offering of peace. It was my chance to let go and let God. It was my chance to open up and let love. It was then that I received the gift of realizing (laughs) she was no different, she was me. As the days passed and the hours went slow, it was truly as if the moments in time stood still. Sitting at her bedside, playing songs, reading scripture, laughing, nursing her and of course rubbing her feet. I began to smile, for in my heart, I was just so grateful. Grateful for the gift of time. Now dad, I'm saying all of this to say it's taken me 30 years and 3 months for things to fall into place. For things to even make a little bit of sense. Or maybe for me to understand my life, my calling, or even the last few years of events. But the pieces are all coming together. And as a family, we are standing together. You see, I made one promise to myself many, many years ago. And that was that I was not going to wait for people to pass to celebrate them or let them know how I feel. I would take time to share love and express it. And in doing so, my heart has been healed. You are one incredible man who wears an S on his chest. And yes, you are my superman. Yesterday I saw my hero, and he didn't have that red and blue cape, he had plaits, some glasses, a slender frame, and some camo. I really have the pleasure of calling him dad. The very same man that almost made me hate men has shown me how to love and respect them. 
The very same man that held and protected me allowed us to step up and step in and help him. The very same man that ran for making decisions stood up and shone through them. The very same man that ran from love is one of the most loving men that I know. (laughs) The very... The very same man that scattered his seeds, let his seeds stand with him. I often don't respect men because I don't think a lot of them have finished being boys. And my mum and my dad raised me so high that I know that I'm no toy. But yesterday, And over these last few weeks, I saw a man that was once a boy. I saw a man that through sadness still expressed his joy. I saw a superman, my superhero. And that man is you. The love that you've given us was the same very thing that we used for fuel. It was the same thing that Granny would have felt when she looked around that room. And on Wednesday, I walked into the room and I saw all of your son standing with her. And all I could see was you around that room. I'm not going to read anymore because I didn't realise how difficult it was going to be getting through that. But that was a very personal message that I share with you. And I want to share it with you because when you listen, you will listen to how many ideas... I expressed how many views and beliefs I expressed of love that I had to go on a journey of accepting change of accepting how love can be pain but accepting how love can grow you if you're open to it how love can change you if you're open to it and actually how my own idea of love had to change to really and truly be the woman that I am And it will continue to change. And it will continue to grow. And it will continue to evolve. A massive part of healing for me has been writing letters. I write letters to people. I write letters to things. I write letters to me. I write letters to the pain until it goes away. But it's my way of getting it out. And I love that. I didn't think I would cry, but I love that I cried. I love that I expressed. I love that I let these emotions run out because it's important that we allow ourselves to feel because when we allow ourselves to feel, we actually allow ourselves to heal. And there are some parts of your journey that it doesn't matter how much you walk through them. It doesn't matter how much you go over them. It doesn't matter how much you think that you've grown. They will still catch you in a place of God. And that's love. That's love vulnerable out of my comfort zone everything I didn't want it to be but everything way past what I could imagine it to be I pray that you are enjoying this journey and I'm grateful that I feel that I have a space to share a safe space to bless people a space to just speak my truth and if it if it if it lands with you if it moves you then reach out contact me Let's speak. We all have things to heal. We all have things to grow through. We all have things to go through. 
and just be kind to yourself be loving to yourself enjoy the process i'm enjoying this i'm enjoying my tears flowing i'm enjoying that as much as i'm serving and as much as i've done this course myself and sharing it it's bringing out another level of me it's bringing out another level of having to sit with me and feel my way through this and it goes to show you that life is a constant journey where you just have to keep going you just have to keep growing and if you really allow yourself you truly will keep evolving blessings love and light queen tea